This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. I don't know that I believe he would automatically be reelected, but it's a huge political gift that confirms his narrative about the administrative state and the intelligence community essentially targeting him for political purposes. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltechWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Liz Cheney bought ad time on Fox. Her campaign purchased, it's coming up Tuesday, she purchased a series of national ad spots on Fox News to run the viral campaign that she debuted last week featuring her dad. And he, he's wearing his hat and he's like, he's a coward. Blah, blah, blah. And that's a lot. I wonder what day part it's going to run in. Because ads on Fox are crazy expensive. So apparently, I'm looking at another piece here. This, the ads are scheduled twice each day. They're going to run on Fox and Friends. And guess what? They're going to... That is so expensive. Oh, my gosh. That's so expensive. You guys would fall over if you know how much these ads go. I mean, you're like, for like a 30 second, it's like six figures for an ad, one ad. Uh, And then also once each day on Sean Hannity's program. They're doing this on purpose because they know Trump watches. How is this helpful? This woman spends more time bitching about the administration that she doesn't like instead of proposing things that's going to help voters. You got people that are paying double and triple for gas than they did a year ago. You have people that are actually reorienting how they're, what their families do and changing their budgets and downsizing and et cetera, et cetera, all because of the current economic state. And all she can do is Trump, 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 Trump. I, you know, I, I normally don't get sassy with people unless I think they're, unless for two reasons. A, they get sassy with me, or B, their behavior merits it. And I've never, I've never actually met her. I don't think I've ever, I've never spoken to her. I've never met her. I think she follows me on Twitter. Uh, I don't exactly know why, but I just don't understand what she thinks that she's accomplishing here. Do you, I mean, does she honestly believe that she's going to turn around and be like a Democrat wunderkind or something? That she's going to be celebrated and, oh, she took a stand and lost everything. Welcome to the party, Liz. They won't even support moderate Democrats in that party. Have you seen what they do to people like Kirsten Sinema? What in the world does she, what does she think that she's going to go and get? I mean, I'm only assuming, I don't know what else the woman's going to do. 
Her career in politics is over. I don't know what else she thinks she's going to do. What is the end game here? What is her what is her goal? And then she's got her dad doing this ad. You know, <laughs> there's nothing, folks, that grassroots voters love more than from someone in the Bush administration to excoriate them. I tell you what, I mean, they love it. Grassroot people love it. <laughs> I mean, I almost, I just don't have words. I remember one time, gosh, when was this? I, I, I saved all these tweets. That's the thing. So you want to know something real petty? I shouldn't say this. Should I? Sure. Okay. I've saved every single nasty thing that anyone in office or associated with elected office has ever said to me. And I keep it all in a, full, a searchable file. So before I do anything with anyone, I search it. And if they're asking me for something, I send them back to that. To I send it to them, and I give them the opportunity to rectify that. I'm not even joking. I totally do this. Everyone should. I do keep a blank list. Yes, yeah. I to- and you and people think I should run for office. You think I'm joking when I say I would totally abuse my authority? I'm honest with you. I don't want the position. So I just I remember in the early days of the Tea Party. Oh my gosh, we made everything so inconvenient for so many people in the establishment. And there were, there were, there were people criticizing me and, you know, and saying, this is, not how, this is not how you do retail politics. And oh my gosh, they were so snotty about it with their little suits and bow ties and, and you know, probably like angrily tweeting at me as they sipped on their, give me a bougie drink at a country club on a Sunday afternoon, Kane, something. No, mint julep is a good drink. That's the, that's the drink of Kentucky. We no, those people ain't included in that. No, no, let's put that to the side. I just drink scotch. I have no idea what <laughs> I else don't know. is out there. I mean, I might go get some of that fireball that spilled out there in Arkansas on the highway. I don't know, but you know, you know what I mean. They were they like looked down on us. They were so snotty to us because of how we were doing things. We were very guerrilla in the early days. Oh my gosh, and they did not like that. They thought it upended. The pomp and circumstance, the pomposity of their, what they do. How dare thou? How dare you hold this rally for the unwashed masses? And then after they got done yelling at us, then they wanted to be part of it. It was funny to watch. It was just weird. I, I got barked at by so many people. Oh, man, I remember. So I just... I just don't think that that's a winning message for, for, for voters who are done with people being in the establishment. Let's bring out someone who literally helped make the establishment come and lecture everybody. I mean, you can dress it up in a hat and however you want to, but it's still, you know, I'm reminded. It doesn't matter who you bring out. This reminds me of a great monologue that was uttered by uh, one Dixie Carter. I used to watch a show with my mom all the time when I was a kid. Designing women. Yes, of course, they were Democrats, and it was written by a Clinton toady, Linda Bloodworth Thomas. I get it, and she's, I get it. But it was still a great monologue, and it was Julia Sugarbaker giving a monologue to this guy who was uh, trying to, or this girl who was trying to get with her guy, Reese, who apparently she was married to in real life, interestingly enough. And she was telling her, because the girl was trying to, you know, she was punching up, right? And uh, she met Julia Sugarbaker in the ladies' room at a restaurant after she was making a fool of herself, hanging all over Julia Sugarbaker's man. And so Julia Sugarbaker came out and she told her, she goes, you know what? I've grown up in Georgia. I have seen, I have seen 
manure tilled far and wide, plowed and pulled across fields. And she took a look at the woman in her dress and she goes, but until now, I have never seen it wrapped up in so pretty a package, but it's still manure. And I thought, oh, man, that's such a great put down. And I feel like that every time some of these establishment people come out and they try to act like they're the bouncers for the conservative movement or the Republican Party and they want to lecture all the grassroots conservative people. We don't need that because we have seen manure tilled far and wide, plowed and pulled across fields. And until now, we have never seen it wrapped up so neat and tidy in a package. I feel the same way. But it's still manure. That's exactly it. As ransomware and other cyber attacks continue to sweep the nation, traditional antiviruses continue to fail as they cannot detect new malware and ransomware. And that's because they operate off a blacklist. And many of these antiviruses are made in the same foreign countries that the malware originates from. PCmatic is the only solution that is 100% made in America and uses proprietary whitelist technology to protect against all known and unknown cyber threats, including ransomware, malware, identity theft, and nation-state attacks. PCmatic protects homes and businesses of all sizes. PCmatic also makes your computers run faster by performing automated maintenance and system optimization. Protect your devices with an American-made cyber solution. PCmatic is just $50 for five devices for one entire year with a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Act now and receive $5 off your entire order of PCmatic protection by visiting PCmatic.com Dana. Again, to protect you and your family from ransomware, malware, and other cyber threats, visit PCmatic.com Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Man, apparently Rodolfo Castro cannot, like, not be with his phone. He, uh, with Pittsburgh Pirates, he was sliding into third base when his cell phone literally slid out of his pocket on camera while he was sliding into third. Yeah. Infielder lost his phone. And every like everybody was like, what, what did he goes? I don't think there's any professional ball player that would ever go out there with any intentions of taking a phone. He goes, it's horrible to have it happen to me. Obviously, it was unintentional. It, it's kind of funny, though. You know, he had to be like, oh, my gosh, it, like realizing all of this when it happened. But man, it's just uh, men are apparently at more of a risk for cancer. This is interesting. It's a, a study out. They say that. They have men have a higher risk of cancer because of intrinsic biological differences, not because they eat, drink and smoke more, according to a major study that looked at 300,000 middle aged and older Americans. And they said that they were twice as likely to develop the disease when compared to women, even when lifestyle factors were ruled out. That's like very interesting. Uh, Also, this is man. Look, people, I got to tell you something. The New York Post, it says fake wedding rings. The fake wedding rings trend is skyrocketing amid financial pressure. They said that women always set their sights on the perfect ring. Yes, they do. And they not everybody, but they said couples are trying to break norms, though. And there's, you know, like they, they have jewelry companies saying that more and more people are looking. You know, they're, they're proposing with fake rings or sometimes they'll propose with fake rings. And then if she says yes, then they go get the real one. Which actually, like, let's be real, that, you know, makes some sense. I'm not going to lie. That makes some sense. But um, they said that sometimes people are worried that they're going to lose it at proposal sites and or that they're worried that the girl has that she's going to be super pressured because it's such a huge ring. I actually think that's a smart idea. I think it's dumb to get an engagement ring 
before you get married when you don't know if you know what i mean like why spend all that money right like you know you can use like a little cutie little you know whatever it can even be kind of funny uh, you know like a you know like a um what is it those gumball machine rings or something you don't have to i don't know some people might disagree but you're all just bougie then uh let's see here a vic- <laughs> victoria's secrets viral bombshell perfume or their bombshell perfume actually repels mosquitoes They, 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 apparently it actually, it it turned out to actually, they didn't, it just was something that they discovered by accident. It was their bombshell fragrance and it apparently legit, they just discovered that it repels mosquitoes. Just what they also had modeling their stuff on the Victoria's Secret show before it was canceled. Stick with us. Because you know, the Bidens are leaving for their South Carolina vacay. Hey, they're on vacation and, you know, they were uh, they had the cameras there and it showed the whole fam damnly getting on the plane, including, oh, there's Hunter Biden getting on taxpayer funded Air Force One. Hunter, but no like embarrassment at all. None at all. Getting on Air Force One. I, I hope that they do a thorough scrubbing of all of the tray tables. I hope that all of the mirrors are secured on the walls. Oh man. It's so they're they're going to Kiowa, South Carolina. And they got on Air Force One and he just, you know, he just still's coughing his head off, still testing. I well, he's not testing positive, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, just the audacity of having Hunter Biden get on the plane with you. You couldn't have Hunter meet you there. If you're going to go on vacation, you have to get have him get on Air Force One with you, knowing everything that we know. I mean, literally, not even two years ago, he's in a, what is it, the deprivation tank, sensory deprivation tank? That's not how they work. They're not supposed to be like a capsule of bathwater that you sit in and smoke crack. But... I am without words. I it makes me a special kind of angry when I see that, Kane. We're paying for. It's him. kind of a middle finger to America. Mm-hmm. When you think about it. Oh, it completely is. Oh, it completely is. I just we're just paying we're just paying for Joe Biden to go and and then Hunter Biden. I mean, I the president goes on vacation, but you don't have to take your crack smoking, national security compromising, drug addicted, forty four seventy three falsifying son. You don't. Not at all. And then after this raid, ooh, mm, I'm telling you. You know what's interesting, too? Uh, one of the other things, we're going to talk more about this tomorrow. They deleted it, but the Internet's forever. It's funny because the IRS was advertising for jobs. And they also said, you know, you can carry a firearm, be willing to use deadly force if necessary, be willing to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants and other dangerous things, work 50 hours a week. They must include irregular hours, be on call 24-7. I've seen this before. Um, And they actually do. It's up on the government website. They actually do have the authority to do all of that. Uh, So we're going to talk about that tomorrow because they posted this and now it's gone. But the Internet remembers because like Pepperidge Farms, we got to... We, we've got a copy. We, we saved it. Screenshots. All right. Today in Stupidity Kane. All right. It is Swalwell. 
Uh, he said, "This is projection, in my opinion." Listen to what he says here. It's very clear that Republicans have recognized that they can no longer win elections with votes, and so they're leaning in hard to try and win elections uh, with violence. And okay, hmm. who's the violent party when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, political discourse? Yeah. It's definitely projection. The left uses Antifa violence Antifa wasn't all the time. on the left. I, or, I mean, on the right. That's what I'm saying. BLM wasn't on the right. Yeah. Occupy Wall Street wasn't on the right. Exactly. Huh. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I just have this listed on my rundown as what in Florida hell. Because, man, this is crazy. Florida man Sean Nagel was killed after being buried alive in the sand in a freak beach accident. What is a freak beach accident? How do you get buried in the sand? He was by a sand dune that collapsed as he was enjoying the sunrise, said authorities. It happened early Sunday morning at Rock Beach on Hutchinson Island, I'm not even kidding you. Passerbys, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office, they said this on Facebook, spotted a pair of human legs sticking out from the sand, and they called for help. It was about 9 a.m. They identified the man as 37-year-old Sean Nagel from Stewart, Florida. He died, they said in the statement, quote, he died earlier, hours earlier from asphyxia as a result of being trapped in the sand. The sheriff confirmed to WPTV that when first responders showed up, they dug him up and they had he had sand in his lungs. They think that he had been lying laying under by a sand dune and with his feet up while recording a video of a sunrise between five and six a.m. when the when the dune collapsed, trapping him. And it happened on Rock Beach. That is crazy. So they said that they're still awaiting the results of a toxicology, but they they said but. A GoPro camera, a plastic bag was found next to it. That's just crazy. Now, that's, man, I don't don't want to be by no sand dunes. That's, Fox 35 says, this is Orlando. A naked Florida man with a machete was accused of trying to steal another man's clothes while the other man was wearing them. It was at a DeLand gas station, according to Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Shortly before 10 p.m., deputies arrived to an area near the Volusia County Fairgrounds after a surveyor working in the area said the suspect, 34-year-old Brandon Wright, was picking up was picking palmetto berries in the woods and approached him with a large machete and demanded his clothes, his wallet, and his phone. Now, when the surveyor began to comply with Wright's demands, I, why, you run. He's got a machete. just got to outrun him. Wright reportedly threw the machete at him along with a handful of palmetto berries before taking off into the brush and then into a white Dodge Challenger. Deputies said that the handle of the machete bounced off the surveyor's chest, leaving him uninjured. And they said moments later, Wright's vehicle passed a license plate reader in the Deland area. Law enforcement got reports of a naked man outside a gas station. They had a helicopter. Oh, there is footage. Oh, there's photos. They spotted him from the air. They gave him updates. He was naked, stark naked in the parking lot, yelling at people and walking around the gas station parking lot. Then he went out in the middle of traffic and yelled at people. And then, so he got, he was taken into Volusia County Branch Jail. Charges of attempted robbery with a deadly weapon, aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. And by the way, apparently, he did the same thing back in August of 2021 in the same area. 
He also has prior convictions, including false imprisonment, possession of cocaine, battery on law enforcement. I mean, he's a repeat naked offender. Duh. Man, you maybe you just know it's that time of the, time of the year again. It's August. Here comes the naked man. All, this exact time last year is when he did it. Just, I don't know, man. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. I mean, I don't know that I believe he would automatically be reelected, but it's a, a huge political gift that confirms his narrative that he has said about the administrative state and the intelligence community essentially targeting him for political purposes. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.